All right. Hi, everybody. We are back with our third episode. Episode three. Episode three. That is correct. There's Dave. This is the Dave show. So that's Dave. Episode three, everybody. I'm Jackie. I ask him some questions, kind of keep him on track. But I think that these questions are interesting. So I'm asking the questions that I want to hear, unless Dave has something specific that he would like to talk about. And um, do you have anything specific that you want to talk about? Specific? No. Not specific. I like when you just ask me questions because I don't really know what's coming usually and it's like uh, you just ask some shit and we talk about it and then you call me out on it and then when we shut the camera off you say how much I sucked. Yeah, I, I do. I say I say things like, uh, can you just talk to the microphone? Can you look at the microphone? Yeah. Can you not, like when you laugh, can you not cover your mouth because people want to hear you laugh? Yeah, Dave gets in, in a lot of trouble after these. Um, I, I, like to call, I like to call it feedback, but uh, I'm sure, you know, Others might call it abuse. Anywho. It's a strategy, it's a strategy <laughs> session. For sure. So you've got nothing. I want to talk about the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Super Bowl is coming up. I love the Super Bowl. You know why I love the Super Bowl? Because oh. of the Patriots are usually in it. That's why I love the Super Bowl. But Hold on, hold on. Real quick, real quick. So let's talk about, real quick, let's just address the fact that you usually have to work on the Super Bowl. If you and then like you're in a room talking about how your how your brand is doing, and you have to be tweeting and doing all kinds of social mm. stuff, mm. and be very engaged yeah. with the audience. Everybody and, loves to be tweeting on the Super Bowl. Everybody loves to, and that's to usually, gather in a room and tweet about it. Usually, when your team's in it, the Patriots. It's, it's always sad that I'd be in it no matter what because it's just like the whole year and you gotta wait till next year it's always you just gotta always wait till next year yeah. this is the first time I was actually rooting for a team that wasn't my team after my team is gone like yesterday you know the Lions and it, it really made me sad that they didn't they didn't pull it off or they didn't they didn't really make it they didn't get over that hump but cause it's like that underdog story the coach is everything how he rallied he was just you know a great leader that rallied the room and rallied his people and kind of built them up and encouraged them and and uh, I don't know, there was just so much truth and honesty of how he led that team, especially in such a short period of time. So I don't know, it was, it was cool to see. And it would have been awesome to see them actually take the whole thing, especially because, you know, people get sick of seeing the same teams take it year and year again. Trust me, I know. Because... Because you my, got you got sick of seeing because, the Patriots because my take this. Yeah, I know, so yeah. Late, I know, so I know how sick of it you were. Okay, let's talk about the, the Super Bowl. Um... There's so much to talk about with Patriots. I'm so looking forward to the dynasty. Are, the like, dynasty. I know, up. I know. I understand. Everybody tuned out. I get it. But, like, it's so much. I'm looking forward to that, that document series, uh, the dynasty. Uh, yeah. Okay. Either way, um, other things to talk about later. Super Bowl. Super Bowl ads. What do you have to say about Super Bowl ads? Do you have any favorites? Favorites. Are there any that you're it's looking it, forward to? It's interesting. I'm not, I don't know if I'm looking forward to any yet because I, I don't know if I really pay too much attention and do much. Super Bowl chat, even though we were watching the game. Well, there's the Arnold Schwarzenegger one. Oh yeah, I always like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but I don't. I don't know if the last time I saw him in a Super Bowl. Act. I just like him. I watch him all the time, feeding his donkeys on Instagram. Yeah. he's got donkeys. He's got he's got the he's got his animals that he just kind of hangs out and feeds them, and they eat at the table with him and shit. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. I love I love Arnie in anything, but I don't know. It's interesting. I don't really know about Super Bowl commercials right the second that I've. Uh, and I'm looking forward to this year, and and I don't really remember a lot of Super Bowl commercials too. Each year, it's like I usually remember like one, one or two. What is the one that you remember? That. It's gonna be like pulling fucking teeth. Go ahead. I remember the. Remember the. I remember the Dunkin' Donut. 
the Doug and Donut one with Ben Affleck. There you go. There you go. Okay. Okay. That's like one of my favorites. Is it? From the other year. That's, I don't remember what year that was, if that was last know, year or the year before, I but I thought it was terrific. It's funny. I just think it's funny. It's like just the stereotypes that people always think that anybody from Massachusetts or anybody from the East Coast or whatever just is all an of asshole. a sudden likes, yeah. they're an asshole. They like Dunkin' Donuts and they like Well, ben, do you like Dunkin' Donuts? And they like Ben Affleck. Do you like Dunkin' Donuts? Do I like Dunkin' Donuts? There's some things I like about Dunkin' Donuts. That's correct. Everybody, they, everybody so all Boston, all people Dunkin'. from Boston like Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, there you go. Yeah. 100% of people in this room from Boston like Dunkin' Donuts. It's funny because I mean I don't know. If, I, I also like Dunkin' Donuts. I don't know Donuts, if people like the Boston. idea or if people didn't like the idea or what but anyway I remember it probably because it's you know kids a little bit closer to home but I think there's I always like something that has like an experience involved in it anyway that the idea that if they actually got Ben Affleck to hang out in the drive through <laughs> which they did for a little while whether it's for the, just the stunt or how long he did that any real customers that actually do drive through and get that surprise and that shock value or being able to like see Ben Affleck, holy shit, when I went to get my coffee and my donut in the morning is kind of interesting. And, and that actually extends on social too if they actually allowed that experience to really play out in real time in real life because it's just people will talk about that story and it's a life-changing experience that they'll be like, holy shit, that one time I went to Dunkin' Donuts and fucking Ben Affleck was working in the drive-thru. Sure. Blah, blah, blah. They'll talk about it forever. And I know that's just an individual experience with like one person or whatever, but when you share that picture, you share that story or whatever online or just the idea that that actually happened in real life, it, it, people start to talk about it. Like, oh, which Dunkin' Donuts? What, what place was that? Why? Oh, that would have been cool to see that. Just, there's just a lot that can kind of come from something like that, like a real experience when you when you play something out as a real experience, I like that kind of, I like that. Oh, also, ad, I that think that that ad, that ad just resonates with everybody because I think we believe it. I think we believe that Ben Affleck eats Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, he, he smokes cigarettes. He's got uh, Dunkin' Donuts. You know? He's got Dunkin' Donuts shoes, Dunkin' he, Donuts, <laughs> Nike Dunks, I think. Whatever he's got. I mean, I believe, I believe he's having coffee, uh, a donut, and a cigarette. And in no world do I believe that J-Lo's having a donut. I mean, she... She drinks, what, chicken and rice for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I have no idea, but I've seen those apps. There's no way that she's eating Dunkin' Donuts. But for sure, I believe that he's eating it. And for sure, I believe that he's dressed like that going there and ordering just like that. Like, <laughs> So I don't know. It just it felt pretty real to me, even though it was a, a very staged type of stunt. And it's it was really great. So I think that that one's very memorable because of how real it was. Yeah, Kind of felt like we were all there. Because we've all been to Dunkin' Donuts. Right. <laughs> and it also felt like we all wanted to be there when, when Ben was there. Um, what uh, what uh, other commercials? Uh, like a Girl. That's the best one. Was probably the best. It's like, I think. I hope that campaign's not done. I mean, it shouldn't Is be it? done because. It uh, should be forever. I don't know. But it should be forever. That's the thing. It's It was built on a real truth. Something that, you know, that's just been this lame stereotype for forever. That like a girl i mean it was it's, a bad and it's, a, and it's a real say it's like that's what people say i mean growing up especially from somewhere like massachusetts like you know there's yes. all kinds of stereotypes and there's all kinds of whatever it's just like you, know, you throw like a girl or you whatever like a girl so it kind of resonates with with everything and then when you actually think about it it's like that's the fucking lamest shit ever it's like that doesn't what does that even mean that you know you know and even growing up and playing sports and sports teams and things like that with girls on the team or hockey you know we had girls on the team it's lame it's like because it's they it's like that's the thing it's lame because it's there's nothing truthful about the actual statement but the tension in the statement and then turning it on its head and, and calling out that 
calling out the uh, the lack of truth in the statement "like a girl" and how big it's actually become. Well, now making "like a girl" being girls are fucking strong. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You flip, you flip the negative. You flip the negative, which is so yeah, like a girl. To be, I do want to be, run like a girl because girls are fucking strong. And girls run through that. their fucking periods. That's and girls do all at. kinds of fucking shit. That's what I'm getting at. Like a girl is original context. How Pregnant it was always, women run. How it was always presented. <laughs> Was was lame and untruthful, mm-hmm. and like a girl, what that actually means should be the complete opposite. Which, which, so I think that they did a great job, and I think that brought a lot of conversation. It brought a lot of tension, and it kind of flipped a stereotype to a positive, which I think is always, always uh, the most powerful work, the most powerful types of ads you can put out there. Yeah, I really like it a lot. I think it, I think it's fantastic. Uh, the one that I. I liked the other, I don't remember when it was, again, I don't remember when these ads happened, um, was the the cryptocurrency ad, I, I don't know if it was for Coinbase, I can't, I think it was for Coinbase, where they just had a QR code mm-hmm. up on the screen, which I obviously think is like one of the worst things that you can do, just asking your audience to do anything, to even get up off the couch, to scan this cute, this bouncing QR code. <laughs> I did like the way that it bounced, that was fun, but... You kind of you had to catch it, but you scanned it. No, yeah, it? I scanned it, but I actually already had Coinbase, so uh, <laughs> so basically it didn't give you anything. You scanned it, and what did it do? I think it took me to Coinbase, but that was that's a great first step. Like that is the first step is downloading something or doing something. Sure. Anything that has to do with finances, you kind of have to get up off your butt. Yeah, but I but will... having Coinbase when you scanned it, you didn't get anything for it. So no. it was really to get people to download Coinbase. I think it was, yeah, yeah, just to download Coinbase. But it was also to introduce it. And I think that was a really successful commercial for me because it was inc- incredibly simple. And it also had to do with the fact that if you're going to be a part of this group, if you're going to be one of our clients, then you do have to do something. Yeah. And so they were asking you, to, which I think is like the worst thing that you can do is ask your clients to do anything or your audience to do anything. But it worked. I, suppose, I did yeah, it. Suppose. I didn't like it. I didn't. Yeah. As soon as I saw that thing bouncing, I was like, "Oh, give me a fucking break!" And then I was like, "All right, well, what is this? Hold on." Supposing <laughs> it, it worked, they guess. need. They paid what 20 some million dollars to to bounce this thing around. I might as well. I might as well scan it. It's, it a, it's a huge gamble because it's like if it didn't work or they didn't get downloaded, it is a huge gamble. Yeah, or whatever it was, like they probably should have had a surprise there. They probably should have gave away a million bucks or whatever. They probably they probably had that. something, but I don't remember. And I just remember being very, very curious. My cur- my curiosity trumped my my laziness. Mm, so that's, yeah, it's I'm I'm never curious. That's the thing. I guess with stuff like that, I'm never really curious about. So you I didn't never, scan it? No, I don't think I scanned it. Liar. There was the first thing is like I don't even think you can get your phone out fast enough. Don't even then I don't even know if I your phone's already out. Either way, yeah, it's always out. <laughs> but that's it. Now, if somebody would have won a million bucks and then I didn't scan it, I would be like, what the fuck? Why did you scan it? But I don't necessarily think I scanned it. Um, either way. That's cool. That's one That's one you love. I like the, I also like uh, the Volkswagen Star Wars kid. The Veda. Veda Star Wars kid. I don't remember it might that be, one. Might be from a couple of years ago, but there was a, it was cute. It was well executed. It's just a story. It's just a film. What is it? Basically, this kid was dressed in his Veda suit, like, kind of playing by himself, kind of playing pretend, and he's trying to move shit with his hands. He's trying to move the cup, move the move the thing on the bed, move this, move that. Nothing moved. So he just, like, met with disappointment after disappointment after disappointment. His imagination was just starting to kind of dwindle, right? He didn't really have... Nothing was working. And then uh, he was outside, 
And then he's like fucking, he's waving his hands at the Volkswagen or at the car, and the fucking thing start started up and the lights lit up and whatever. And like his just natural reaction just kind of buzzed out underneath underneath the mask, and like you couldn't even see his actual reaction, but you could see it in his body and his reaction. Like he just turned around and and you turn around to look at his parents who were in the window <laughs> in the kitchen That's and adorable, they fucking yeah. started the car with the with the with the remote with remote start and so it was for the remote start so it was an actual payoff to a real product benefit and a real thing that they were trying to promote which was it like 2005 it, commercial which, or something who knows, who knows i have no that's the thing that's funny is i don't really remember but that's pretty like, good <clears throat> my favorite commercial though of all time i don't even know if it's a super bowl commercial was uh is this freaking thing wind remember the wind Wind commercial where it's uh it's this it's this like big misunderstood kind of like ogre like guy and uh, he's fucking walking around and basically the idea is like nobody likes the wind he's walking around he's like ruffling people's hair with his hand and he's fucking banging their uh, their newspaper when the guy's trying to read so he can't really focus on reading the newspaper because it's, he's ruffling around and it's kind of like messes somebody's clothes up or like blows something down the stairs and so it's all these disruptive things that the that the wind does that this man is doing that this man is doing that's how they executed it in these few scenes and it's just like and you and the thing is you feel so bad for this guy too because like he's just walking around almost like sad like like he's just a bother to people oh yeah and and he is because he's the wind but so it's like it brings you on this like emotional ride that i that i appreciate it but do we know he's the wind in the commercial well, I, I don't know. Like, well, I think remember. you maybe start to get it. I think you start to get it like after like maybe a couple. But even if you don't, I don't think I really got it the first time. But then the payoff at the end where it's like wind energy or wind turbine or whatever it yeah. was for. And it was like, oh, shit. Like that's the wind has its place and its benefit. And it's not always wind a dis- has its place. It's not okay. always a- Thanks, Dave. Thanks for the permission. Okay. Sincerely, it's, Wind. It's not always a. It's not always a bother. It's not always a, a disruption. And when you execute it with a person like that, that you can actually feel for, and and and, uh, and it brings out that emotion to you, kind of start to feel for the guy. It's like fuck, nobody likes this guy. But uh, but at the end, it's like man, he's adding so much and contributing so much to the world. So there's I don't know, there's some deep shit there that I really like. Yeah, it sounds like an important commercial. I like simple. It was so simply executed. So it's some of those things where I'm just like. I wish I would have made that. And I'd never actually made a Super... I don't even know if that was a Super Bowl ad, but I'd never made a Super Bowl ad myself. Like, I've never actually filmed, I don't think. I think I've been on maybe one set or whatever for a Super Bowl commercial that wasn't mine just to, like, watch them film it and stuff and just be there for some one of our clients. But I never actually, like, had my idea or my thing on the Super Bowl. So I've never actually got to make a Super Bowl commercial. So who am I to judge everybody else's Super Bowl commercial? Everything because I, that's what I do. I judge... But, I mean, I made Super Bowl shit. I've had to be in those rooms where you're tweeting about Super Bowl and this and that. But anyway, I've worked on a lot of social stuff for Super Bowl. And some of those social things on on the whatever have gained more attention than the Super Bowl commercials themselves. Not to toot my own freaking horn or the people's horns that we've been, that I've worked with. But those are kind of fun when you do get to be in a room and you actually steal the show. People actually started talking about that more so than some of the commercials that people are spending millions and millions of dollars on. So that's kind of one little nice excitement because oh. I'm, I'm a big person of like not i'm a big i don't like to spend money and i and and i like the idea of like can you do something really cool without spending a lot of money and so when you do on social and it's really just about the idea itself it's it's kind of a cool thing because it's a cool challenge and you've actually had some success with without spending a dollar on anything 
which I think is kind of cool. Well, I mean, I think that the Super Bowl commercial isn't meant, well, it's meant to definitely sell stuff for sure. It's an investment, but it's also, there are some guidelines and some rules like you do need to entertain. There's a halftime show that's all about entertainment. And then there is the commercials and the commercials have to entertain. And so you're like, there are people that literally watch the Super Bowl just for the commercials. And they're not just ad people. Right, right. Yeah, they're not no, just yeah, sick. Yeah. They're not yeah. just sick ad people at home yeah. watching yeah. commercials all day. I think, uh, I think that's a, it's a cool thing to talk about, though, for a second. Is I think a lot of people are just trying to entertain. or and, and entertainment is so subjective that a lot of people are just trying to entertain or just trying to like get a laugh out of somebody or whatever. And I think the deep work that goes into creating a great Super Bowl commercial or great anything, the strategy behind it, the truth behind it, like those couple ideas I was talking about earlier, like there's all a, there's all a strategy behind it. There's all a real idea and an insight that, that needs to be told and a truth that needs to be uncovered or attention. And I think sometimes some of these ads are just trying to make people laugh and they, they fall flat or they're flopped because they're trying so hard to make somebody laugh or do this or do that. And they're actually just like, they're just internal. You can tell they're just kind of like internal jokes. So like yeah, back and yeah. forth, like what do you call it? Like they're, just... they're not meeting people on their level at all. So <laughs> what, let's say we're closing this off or we might make it at 20 minutes here. Shit. What was the last thing that you have to say? And don't make it 10 minutes long. Find find a freaking truth and attention and something. Find a truth and attention and something and tell a real story. And it can be funny. It can be heartfelt. It can be um, whatever. It, the, any, it can have any emotion. As long as it has a truth to it, then it will probably be pretty successful. And there's a real truth and a real tension that actually can be and should be solved and should be told. Don't try to just make something just for the sake of making something. Or just don't try to make something just to entertain like find what that true insight is and then build something around that. And uh, you'll know if you have something. I think that's some of the best the best shit that's out there. Okay, Dave, I am going to give you some homework. So I will tell you what uh, one of the shows is going to be about. It has to do with this show. So right after the Super Bowl, we're going to debrief our favorite ads, what we liked, what we what we didn't like about some of the other ads. So uh, be prepared. Damn. So you, you have some advance notice. Now if you come that day and you say, uh, I don't know what we're talking about, you're done. You're done, I'm kid. I'm that didn't do his homework. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Dave's mom. Thanks, uh, thanks, Aaron, Dave's sister. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Mima. I know Mima is listening for sure. Did you want to give your mom a, a code word on here to make Ma. sure she's listening? Bo- boogie, boogie, woogie. There'll be a surprise for you. There'll be a surprise for you if you if you text me. Boogie, woogie. DM me. Comment below. Comment up top. Whatever. If you made it this far, you text me. <laughs> We're gonna start putting code words on. All right. Have a good week, everybody. Bye.